Maybe winters. Stop it. Why? Mm. I don't know. Oh my god. Before we start recording, what which should we talk about before we get started? Oh let's, my god. Do you already know? Let's spend two at what? That I started recording. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. I said Ivy Winters and we started. Oh, I did not know. Ivy Winters. I didn't actually know. I was making a joke. Did I even announce that I'm engaged on this podcast yet? You did last week. I oh my god, let me do it again. <laughs> but you can do it again, yes. I'm engaged. Ah! Who did you get engaged to? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> no. Me later in life. I'm marrying myself. Thomas <laughs> J. Lopez. Aww. Esquire. I feel like I know him. Esquire. He was knighted? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. He's actually British. Swedish. Sweet. <laughs> Swedish. Uh-huh. Do they have knights in Sweden? They got a queen. That's true. That so is true. they must have a knight. That, that, yeah. That, I don't know nothing about royalty, girl. His name is Bjorn. Bjorn. <laughs> queen Bjorn. Queen Bjorn. <laughs> that's actually really funny because my topic is Swedish. So <gasps> that's a... Uh, is it the Midsommar? Yeah. Did you watch Midsommar? I've never seen Midsommar. It's so decent. It's not great. It's uh, good, though. People are raving about it. I I enjoy it. Well, the page that I was researching visually from appealing. said that Damien, the, the scary kid from the scary movies, was down to number seven on the scariest kids movies list. I, I don't know. I didn't click on I don't. It's, it's a website called Ranker. What does that have to do with they Midsommar? They rank things. It doesn't. I'm just saying. It's a scary movie. Do you think they're all the same? Midsommar is nothing like... Uh, what is that? I don't know. What is the name of that one with Damien in it? It's all for you, Damien. It's all for you. Then I, the nanny hangs herself. I don't watch... The Omen. Scary movies. It's The Omen. Okay. I'll believe you if you say it. If you, you say it with gusto, it's I'll It's Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just a beautiful day in my neighborhood, it's isn't it? It's a beautiful it? day in the neighborhood where everyone dies. Yes, yeah, down to number seven on uh, the creepiest kids in the horror movies. Who's the number one from the Bobby? I don't know. I didn't click on it. Well, click on it. I don't really want to. I want to know. I'll do it. Is it going to be a spam? No, it's part of the same website. Okay, well, okay. Um, number one is Reagan McNeil from, from The Exorcist. We've got the Grady Twins as number two. Grady Twins from The Shining. Yes. Uh, Samara Morgan. Oh, from The Ring. From The ah, Ring is number three. Second favorite movie. Gage Creed. Um, The Conjuring? Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. Uh, Toshio. Oh, from um, The Grudge. The Grudge, yeah. <gasps> uh, Esther. 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 Esther yes. From The Orphan. The Orphan, yeah. Uh, then Damien Thorne. Um, and then Isaac Croner. I don't know. From Children of the Corn. Okay. And then we've got Henry Williams from... Uh, I don't know. The Good Son. Is uh, that even a scary movie? I've never heard of it. It's Scott McCulkey. Oh, Macaul- Macaul- The Culkin. Good Son. Yeah. Where it's... Uh, they're like twins, but one of them is evil. Oh, okay. And then Michael Myers. Oh. Well, he's not a child. Not really. Oh, well, there's... But that was 10. There's many more, but I don't really want to keep going. What was number one again? Reagan McNeil from The Exorcist. I don't agree. Who do you think is scarier? Samara Markin. Oh, from The Ring? Yeah, I love I, her. Didn't you make me watch The Ring while I was Probably. drunk at the lake house? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's my second favorite movie. Yeah, I think you made me watch it. And I was like, wow. I love The Ring. 
I love uh, that's the, the one stra- strangers where everything is just like slightly gray or blue or green. Everything's very blue. Yeah, it's Seattle. Yeah, I imagine mm-hmm. that's what Seattle looks like. Stop doing that. Let me try to make sure my sound is off. What about the children from the Amityville Horror? Shingles don't care. What? <laughs> shingles do not it's care. It's telling me that I should watch out for shingles. Have you ever had into the chicken box? Uh-huh. Yeah, we are We're both susceptible. 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 Septemberable. Septemberable. <laughs> Um, just hoping, here's hoping, everyone, that I don't get shingles on the face. Because I feel like that would be awful. It would. Maybe like a a shoulders shingle kind of thing. What are the people with the the things like on their, like, their shoulders, their elbows, like like wrists? Red Um, bumps. Yeah. What's it called? It's some kind of dermatitis, but it's not painful or anything. It's just, it's just (laughs) unattractive. It's just not good. (laughs) It's It's, uh, yeah, it. It has become society has deemed it unappealing. How about yes. that? Is that is that better? <laughs> also, the um, it, I think it's something necrosis of like the back of the neck. Necrosis means it's dying. It's something necrosis, like where the back of the neck is brown, blackish. That means it's dying. What is it called? I don't know. I'm gonna find out. Well, that means it's dying. Necrosis means it's dying. <laughs> you understand that, right? Yes. Okay. Um, mm. I'm sorry. That's not correct. Acanthosis nigricans. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, have you ever heard of a necrotizing fasciitis? Oh yeah. That my uncle had that. Me. Really? Yeah. It tore through. His, it goes so fast. It tore through his whole fucking uh, uh, large intestine and small intestine. Yeah. It destroys so quickly. Yeah. So quickly. And he got it from fishing. Okay. How, but how did he get in his intestines? Because it ate through his skin. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. That's I've only ever heard it eating in the skin. I've never heard it like eating intestines. It goes all the way through. How did they repair that? Did he die? No. Oh, how did he live? It's a miracle. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, he um, he was in the hospital for like a good six, eight months. I was gonna say, I'd guess a year, but yeah, Jesus, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Because then they basically had to regrow his intestines, I'm sure. <laughs> no. No? He uh, will have a uh, Feeding catheter tube? and oh, yeah. colostomy, uh, bag. colostomy bag for the rest Yikes. of his life. Yeah. Damn. They got him. Yeah. Necrotizing fasciitis is no joke. Yeah. No joke. And it goes so fast, too. The, the moment that you realize that you're in pain, it, it, it's... Well, that's what they had to cut out a... Bunch his of stuff. skin, exactly. Because and they didn't organs. know they had no idea what was necrotic. They just had to like basically cut out as much as they could to keep it from growing because if you leave any because it's bacteria, you leave any of those bacteria in there, they reproduce and they do it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to you have to get it ahead of it and cut it off, basically. Yeah. It's crazy. And he was <clears throat> a larger man. Mm-hmm. Um and not larger in the sense of he was a big man. I mean mm-hmm. he's a big man, but he was still he was really you know, he yeah. throw children around. Um, that's what he did when we were children. Oh. Oh, please don't talk about that about my uncle. <laughs> I'm not talking. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I said someone. <laughs> and now he, like, has trouble getting into cars oh, and things. Yeah. Poor thing. It, but, I mean, it changes your entire body. That's crazy. I thought about talking about necrotizing fasciitis on this podcast before, but it's like, I, that's something that freaks me out. So the fact that I have to talk about it is already, like, ugh. That's hard. What? So you're going to talk about it? Do you want me to? No. You want me to now? No. 
Okay, it's too close to home. You want to talk about it at some point? No, it's too close to home. You're, so yes or no? No. What I'm hearing is is a maybe. The, the answer <laughs> couldn't be clearer. Please. I don't. I'm not certain. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm just kidding. Uh, I won't talk about it. Um, you know what I want to talk about instead of things that you want to talk about because everything you want to talk about is always shit. Are you gonna talk about our sponsor? Um, you know what? I don't want to talk about. It. I want you. To you talk want me about to talk it. about it? Mm-hmm. Oh well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get into face. Put on, Big put on my bear. my leather. Lead blue butt. Yeah, put on unique my New York, unique leather New York. Mellow leather, yellow leather, mellow le- uh, red leather, yellow leather, yeah, red, red leather, yellow. yellow what mellow melon male 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 Susie sells seashells by down, the seashore. Down by the seashore. Um, do you think that Adele and Sarah Paulson look alike? Wow. Oh my God. Yes. Especially I, since Adele has lost so much weight. I didn't know that until I looked on the internet today. Oh my God. You just found that? I, I yes. Saw, I saw it whenever she was on SNL. Someone was like, is Sarah Paulson on <laughs> I was like, uh, ah, oh. Okay. Tell wild. me about our sponsor. Okay. Anyways. Hey, Spencer. Hey. Let me ask you a question. No. Does, heart. No heart emoji. Does... 2020 have you sp- feeling spoopy? You know what, girl? Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, are our feel little are our listeners feeling anxious lately, especially when we start to witch cackle? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you know that your dog can quickly pick up on those feelings and those cackles? Don't worry. Our sponsor Baked Bones is here to help. Their dog bones are made from organic, all-natural, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, and their products are here to provide you peace of mind and relief to your anxious pup. And hey, you can even use code SPOOPY15 Spoopy 15. to get 15% off of your bag of delicious treats or hemp oil tincture today. Check out their Instagram at BakeBones or their website at BakeBones.com find out more information and reviews on how they've been helping out other dogs too need your bones in a jiffy you can always run down to uh, man ready mercantile in the houston heights as well as on south congress street in austin baked bones what other dog noises are there there's there's rough and there's woof bork that's not a real one though it kind of is you could do squealing. No, but <laughs> bork is for doggos, doggos, not real dogs. Yeah, they do a little bork. Bork. Bork from their snoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their boops, chunks, boops. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love giving boots and boops and uh, boops on the snoot, snoot boops. Yeah, yeah, me too. I you love snoot kisses too. Um, oh my god, I love snoot kisses. Snoot kisses. Bailey will come up to me and she's has a little face and like her big old puppy eyes, little golden brown eyes, like hey, and just like hold her little white face because it's a little white, like right around her like right on her lips I'd hold it in my hands and I'd go just you know what Kennedy's nickname is Namity and oh and baby and sometimes I call him Mr. Kissy oh yeah yeah I forgot he hasn't called him Mr. Kissy in a long time he loves to give kisses he kisses um I do have to give a shout out for uh, before we get too into Spoopy. I have to give a shout out to all my coworkers that are listening now because <laughs> we've been quite bored uh, the past few days because we have had Nothing going on. They so hired- you're cross promoting. Oh, oh my god, cross promoting. Uh, yeah. So there was a lot of um, 
I'm not promoting anything. I'm just promoting that I have friends at work. So, <laughs> well, I just like want to let them all know that you're a horrible, awful person. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's nothing desirable about yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, and no yeah, one yeah. will ever love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm on boat. Check, check, uh, I'm check, on check, the check. boat with you. Check, check. I checked all those things. I said yes. You're absolutely right. Um, because it's all true. Uh, but I do have to give them the shout out because they um have been very excited about the spooky stuff, and they're like, ooh, ooh. So they wanted to listen. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Lucy. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Trisha. Hey, Lori, if you guys are listening. Hey, Brenda. (laughs) Hey, Patricia. Hey, Cindy. Oh, no, those are my friends that I'm calling out. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have a friend named Cindy? Yeah. I call her on the phone. I'm like, hey, Cindy. (laughs) (laughs) Brenda. (laughs) Brenda. (laughs) These are bones, girl. These are bones. Cindy, these are bones. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Welcome to the podcast. I know. They, they found it and they were just like, oh boy. And I was like, it's just two gays that are just like being silly and drunk and talk about scary stuff. And that's like, that's perfect. I'm like, get ready for the profanity. <laughs> we're going to say, come for the spoops, stay for stay, the profanity. Stay for the inappropriate shit. Uh, there's an episode t- titled Tree Come if you want to go for that one. But it's spelled like Tree Quam. Tree Quam. So there's a lot of, of wild stuff out there. Uh, kids. Probably ask not your be parents before so. you ask. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I've already said fuck, but again, <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Just letting you know that this is uh, all of our podcasts are rated E for explicit. So E for everyone. Yeah. I mean, no, no, sorry, no, they, no. no. parental no. advisory. <laughs> parental advisory is warned. Um, uh, yes, <laughs> because that's some that's some serious shit. Um, Sometimes I like to spell yes y i s. Um, yes. Last night I was talking to two, two of my friends who speak a little bit of German. And they like said yas, and she's like, but also like in German, and so I spelled it like wa j a apostrophe s s s s s s like yas. Stupid. I I thought about doing like a double s set, but I would just say like the the big B. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What is that thing called? S set. Okay. Is that your chair? Yes. Oh my god. And my back. Now that we have walls, there's some strange noises sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's in the walls. The ghosts are in the walls. Oh, come out. Please. Hello. Um, they, uh, so. What if there was just like a face like in one of these like the drywall patches? That I would ask to not paint the walls. Uh, you just like make a frame like. <laughs> that's what I should do. Yeah. Let's create some like kind of picture frame with a mold of a face in it. Yeah. And just, just like, like slam my face into <laughs> some plastic. Shit. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Yeah. You might only suffer a medium to mi- a small to mild concussion. But my favorite part is oh. we'll have children and then I can be like, do you want me to go get the face? I'll bring out the face. <laughs> I'll put the frame on, on the wall. the face and just watch them. That'd be so terrifying. I know. And then, I'm not doing that. That's mine. Don't touch it. Your potty back? Yeah. For when I have to go. Actually, it should be in my chair. I just need to go. Here. Oh. Yeah, I need it. it's, a, it's a doggy poop bag for human <laughs> human excrement human excrement have you seen the new borat movie no have you seen borat some parts of it's really stupid i just thought about it because there was one part that he goes to a dinner party and in alabama and like they're trying to teach him like elegance and stuff like that and he like goes in alabama bathroom. yes and he goes to to the bathroom and poops and then he like brings it back and like one of the ladies literally tries to teach him a 40-year-old man how to wipe his butt. You know... And to flush his toilet, his his poop down the toilet. 
here's why I want to I didn't congratulate like the first one. that woman. Yeah, honestly. Because she was like, okay, maybe he... He's well, from also, a literal different culture. Okay. That and perhaps... He's not a very eloquent... He's not trying to be an eloquent speaker. Maybe she did think that he had some sort of developmental disability yeah, I that he so needed too, some yeah. help. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I didn't think that he had it. I thought that that's what I thought she thought. She, yeah, she yeah. probably thought that. But, like, the whole idea and the whole premise of having all these cameras in front of you is to... Is because he, he is claiming to make a, a documentary. like caster from a foreign Yeah, he's place. making a documentary from a foreign place. And so, like... That was a whole premise of, of having these people in the movie. Yeah, it's kind of wild. No, I appreciate her. Yeah. I appreciate her. Yeah, she she did it. She did the most. In I Alabama. Just, hey. And then he got kicked out, and he's like, I already called. Like, whenever he got kicked out, the, the guy, the uh, husband was like, I already called the cops. They're on their way. You better get lost. Like, blah, blah. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and this escalated really quickly. But I didn't really like the first one because it was a lot of, like, very cringe. Like, oh, fuck. And the second one was still cringy, but, like, where did I, you watch this? Where Where did I watch it? At my friend Monica's house. Is it on Netflix, Hulu? Oh, I think you it's have on to buy it? uh, Amazon. Oh. Do you have Amazon Prime? No. Oh. I think it was Also, I'm not going to watch it, so I don't really okay. care anyway. I thought it was funny. I thought it was like, because it was... It I was, like highbrow comedy. Okay. Like it Schitt's was Creek. all about trying to get his daughter to be Mike Pence's, uh, like, trophy wife. Since Melania was Donald Trump's trophy wife. Who's Melania? You mean Melanie? What did I call her? Melania. 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 Well, I assume, well, since there's like four body doubles of her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But her name is Melanie, right? Me- Melania. I'm pretty sure it's Melania. 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 Anyways, um, you're talking about movie things? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We, we blabbered on for some time. Like we blabbered So, I was listening to our podcast uh, last week. We recorded on Thursday while we were on OSPNN, the help desk. Mm-hmm. Um, election news and uh, we were telling anyone who listened to this episode on Sunday or afterwards to travel back in time to tell us if there was anything that we're supposed to know and I'm very appalled that no one traveled back in time to tell us that the election was going to be all right thanks guys how dare you at first I mean yeah I yeah times have been tough yeah they have and we were worried for a long time I drank all last week I was drinking during work sometimes. Oh, my coworkers listening. <laughs> you were hey, drinking water during work. I was drinking water. You had I called me specifically to tell me that you were exactly. drinking water. And oh, I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. No, me, yeah. gin. Gin. Literal day. gin. Uh, mine was wine after 4.15 when I got off work. Of course. Of course. There was never a point that I was watching the election and was drinking while working. You were drinking you know? a beverage that had a W and an E in it. Yeah. Or even like on Saturday when I found out the election results at 1030 and I worked from eight to three and I didn't did de- definitely did not pop champagne at 1030 and drink three bottles of champagne before I got off work at three. But that was LaCroix. It was like, like Topo Chico. It was it, the sparkling, it was, yeah, yeah. sparkling water. Yeah. And I, I gave all the champagne to my roommate. I did not take a single sip. I was she just was like, wasted because she had had three bottles of champagne all, all to day, herself. Yeah, all to herself. So I was not a part of that celebration at all. I did not have any of the celebratory charcuterie or, you know, cheeses and olives and all that stuff that I bought for the election. Uh, I, I, I just really would like to commend you on your self-restraint. I know. I focused so much on work that day and paid attention to every single chat that came in. There was never a point that I was like, oh, fuck, I'm still on chat. Um, like I, I really focused. I really did. And I applaud you. Yeah. 
I am what they call a model employee, honestly. I, I would venture even further honestly. to say model citizen. Yeah. I honestly. Look at me. Upstanding, Upstanding community member. I, I give back to the community all the time. Uh, I You do, throw up in trash cans. I, I mean, you I never you throw up in trash out, cans. Uh, I stay up uh, late for my community. I wake up early for my community. Never, it never kicked a child. N never. I've never done that. Never kicked a child. Ne never kicked. Actually. Baby, I, I mean, never kicked a, a <laughs> child. Like a child. What I is a child? Age this, four to like 13? I saw this. Real, yeah. Yeah, so that means like one to three or zero to three is is we're not, not a talking child. about that. And then that's a baby. Thirteen to to. Hello. God. Uh, zero. I mean, thirteen to older than that. That's also not a child. So yeah, I have not kicked a child. You're right. Um, the valid point. Also, I saw this really funny like white people thing. Uh, white people tweet. Uh, earlier today that was like, did you know that your atoms are always moving and they never touch each other? Uh, like, that means that you've never touched anything in your life ever. Uh, so, yes, officer, I did not punch that shot. <laughs> I was like, why is this mean? <laughs> As a 30-year-old getting made fun of by like a, a little child, I'd be like, shut the fuck up! Smash. <laughs> uh, did you punch that kid? No. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Have we ever really touched, touched anyone anything? else? Yes. We haven't touched anything in our lives. The last thing I touched was Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> in one way. <laughs> Whatever way you want. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. 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 Well, Whoa. Jesus Christ is not a real, he's not a white man, so you know I'm interested already. <laughs> hey, you're like, come up and fuck me in the ass yeah. sometimes. Honestly. Honestly, truly. Anyways. Talk about some spoopy stuff. Uh, yeah. So this week I had a really good scary topic that I thought would blow the pants off of Spencer. Uh, but I figured I would. I'm not wearing pants. Joke's on you. But I figured. These are yoga pants. What are you These wearing? These are. It, it feels like we're on a Zoom call where I can only see like this like top half of you. Yeah, so I'm afraid that you're just jacket. like naked underneath. No, it's um, it's a. Okay, it's a skirt. <laughs> it's a it's a speedo. <laughs> I really, I just feel freer. You just walk around your kilt. house in like a jock strap, and like all these windows are just like wide open, and you're just like standing in your window, like watching people, like, "Hey, neighborino, like, <laughs> gonna be a good day today." <laughs> <laughs> Taking sips out of your Red Bull, like, ooh, mm. have both hands, like. There is a new Red Bull flavor. Oh, you told me this Arctic Berry last week. So Do you good. not remember the conversation we had last week? I at never all? listened to you. <laughs> I've never. You were the one that said it. We, yeah. We had a, like a long five minute conversation about uh, different flavors of White Claw, different flavors of Gatorade. Oh, who are you? What are you doing in this? <laughs> I haven't been recording this for seventy eight weeks. What? <laughs> what, are, what? What are you doing? How did you get in here? Did you break a window? Why didn't Kennedy bark? What's happening? Kennedy's not here. Oh, where is he? <laughs> My mom's. Why? Because we're going to get our marriage license. Tomorrow. Oh, that's cute. So he couldn't. Also, they're going to texture the walls. Oh, that seems like more of a reason. No, <laughs> to have him. I'm not just here. excited about the one thing. That's cute. That's that. It is cute. But I was like, that's going to take you like what? Thirty minutes? Well, we're going to have breakfast in Galveston, and oh, we're going to walk on the beach. <laughs> Wait, you're getting the marriage license in Galveston? Yeah. Why? Because Harris County makes you make an appointment, and the soonest date was. Like the 28th of November. What the fuck? Well, you go to the county clerk for other stuff, too. Yeah. But they're not open. Yes, they're, they don't have walk-ins. Everything is appointment only. Well, because COVID, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I guess that's not weird. That's not as weird as I thought. I love that you tried to, like, do that all quiet and still, like, threw the chair backwards, 
landed on every single thing along the way. Slam the door. You're doing great. Don't knock over that lamp. Oh, God. <laughs> Shoves everything. <coughs> Knocks everything off the bar. I love that. Oh, shatters. Oh, I was like, where did mine go? Um, okay, so blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I figured I'd give you a break since we just did Hurricanes or a Hurricane last week. Uh, this week I wanted to switch over to Myths and Legends and try my hand at another cryptid, kind of. Um, I do have to say that with Myths and Legends, I they have always let my mind wander and let my imagination just go wild. That's the point. I know. Uh, I think back to the times that these were created and wonder, what did these people see or interact with that might have led them to think about these beasts or creatures of lore? Yo, they used to be like, God like turns the sun off every night. Yes, that's true. I'm so not... what do you think is so far-fetched for them to be like, there's a uh, uh, fucking statue that will eat my brains? Well, one thing that I was always intrigued by was dragons. The fact that there was dragons of all across the entire world because lizards is scary apparently they're like look at that big ass lizard fight across the sky like i mean china had very different dragons and european dragons and even european dragons themselves were vastly different even like uk dragons were different from each other well i would venture to say that the people from like southeast asia had a really good idea because they got those lizards that like have the like collar that pops out mm -hmm. and then they like run at you mm -hmm. and be like <laughs> that that's that. a fucking dragon. I don't care. Coming right at me. Imagine um, that ten feet taller. Yeah, but I mean, then we have the dragons in um, uh, uh, Latin America as well. They were different. Theirs are more bird-like. Yeah. So, like a phoenix. I was gonna try to attempt the word that starts with a T and an X or something, but it, no. Chipotle potle. That's, Is that what you're going to talk about? Play. No. Uh, Teotihuacan? Te te Teotihuacan, no. Um, the, uh, what's the word I'm thinking? Tochipoclan? To I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, not related. Really. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm going to... So I, I was like thinking about dragons across the world. I was thinking about like the powerful and massive sea monsters that they saw all the time, apparently. And they would like put it on the map. We saw a sea monster here. Um, well, they're like, how did that ship sink? Couldn't have been bad construction because also we make the best ships ever. Also, could not have been a uh, uh, hurricane. Those didn't exist. Um, mermaids. You talked about mermaids. Call back to when you showed us mermaids around the world. Everywhere. Everywhere. They were fucking everywhere. And some were fish top and yeah. woman bottom. Exactly. <laughs> uh, even like unicorns or all the stuff that like all the stuff that like legends and like, or even like, like tree nymphs and like forest creatures and like all that stuff. And like Rumpelstiltskin. Sure. Rumpelstiltskin. The, the witch in the woods. Um, yeah. Werewolves. Vampires. Did you ever watch a movie by Disney called uh, a troll in central park? No, I loved it as a child. Was there a troll in central park? There was, and there was a child that cried a lot. Anyways, um, please continue because <laughs> I feel like we're a long way in I and I have a, like 30 minutes in. 26 minutes. But okay, that's not bad. My creepypasta is fairly long. Well, mine is going to be short, so get over it. Oh. Um, so my topic today is really no different from all of the creatures of lore. So today I'm going to be talking about uh, the Yin-Gengar. I don't know about that. The Yin-Gengar. The Yin-Gengar. That's what it's called. Sorry. Yin-Gengar. I spelled it wrong. Oh, no. Cat plug is on. Everything's ruined. Yin-Gengar. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Yeah. Uh, so what exactly is a yinginger? Yinginger. 
Uh, for that, we have to break apart three different types of the yinginger. Uh, so first, we have the yinginger, <laughs> we have the ghast, and then we have the drawyer. <laughs> so the yinginger has been mentioned as far back as the Viking Age as part of what was known as the Icelandic sagas. Uh, it's written about in accounts and literature from the Viking explorations of Iceland, Greenland, and North America. Um, so basically, and that's also another problem that I have with this, this whole idea of Christopher Columbus discovering America, which is already my part, my problem before I was even like, America was already settled, like by <laughs> literal, uh, Native Americans or Pan American. What, what's the term? First Nation people. Sorry. Yes, uh, it's changed so many, so many times in my life, lifetime that I try and be PC and it's just like list everything you've learned to be PC. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so before I was very adamant, like, this was already discovered, I was like, okay, but you also just taught me that Vikings discovered this land back in, uh, like, the 1100s, it, it, earlier than that, 900s, really. Uh, so why are you about to tell me that no one discovered this? They were over here sailing across ice, <laughs> and they were like, look, we found it. We got it. They explored they, they Canada. Yeah. They were up exploring uh, Atlantic Canada before anyone else even knew that there was land over here. Um, so, well, besides the people who literally lived here. Um, so this basically goes back to the, the 11th century when Leif Erikson explored. Leif Erikson. Happy Leif Erikson Day! Uh, what is that? Is that... From uh, Spongebob. Oh, I thought it was Fairly Odd Parents, but yes. It's no, it's from... Hinga Dinga Durgan. From Spongebob. Yes. So then uh, the Yinganger was described as a mortal creature in corporeal form uh, from the afterlife that did not take on a specter-like quality. Uh, so there are several reasons to potentially return from the afterlife, uh, such as being murdered uh, or being someone who did the murder. Uh, and so they couldn't sleep in their graves, people who committed suicide, or even people who had left something undone and needed help doing what they needed done. Excuse me. Uh, some versions portray them as violent, malevolent creatures that come back to torment their family and friends. So relatives would take extensive measures to keep them to keep their relatives in their graves. Uh, I'll talk about those later. Um, the Yinginger was morphed in more recent times as more of a disease spreader instead. Uh, it didn't give a time frame by what they meant by quote unquote more recent. Uh, but I'm going to assume this came about in the 14th century during the bubonic plague mm. uh, because. Call back to the bubonic plague episode when I talked about that it haunted Europe for centuries with rebounds. So it wasn't just like, oh, bubonic plague happened one time, you know, black death. I told you guys that this came back multiple times, multiple year. times a year. Uh, it came back like it would come back in cycles of what did I say? Like every decade, essentially, for up until Months the 1800s, essentially. And still. Is it, yeah, the bubonic plague still exists now. Um, and we heard about it this year in 2020 when everyone was like, look at bubonic plague is making a comeback. We mm. had cases in the United States of bubonic plague. And so it's like the measles is having the best year ever. Oh, of course, because people don't vaccinate their fucking children. Mm -hmm. Surprise. Also, not surprised. They're like, let me stay in a house with. Wait, didn't we have a polio, uh, um, case as well? And polio has been eradicated since the fifties. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty certain that we had a polio case. Probably. But, I mean, you're staying in these homes in close quarters with people 24-7. If you didn't vaccinate your kids, you're going to give them the measles. Well, also, where are you getting the measles from? Everyone has it. Everyone is immune to it, so they have the bacteria to make it. Yeah. Well, they, no, they have the... 
antibodies to fight the bacteria. But which also means they have a genetic copy of pure measles in their system somewhere. Not true. Your body has to know how to fight measles. It had to have had something from the measles. Correct. That's you have antibodies. Yes. So the measles could probably replicate. Replicate. Do you own a vaccine? <laughs> I'm not trying to be a bitch. <laughs> yes, I know what a but vaccine being is. A you bitch fucking here. ass. It's basically- I, okay, I'm going to turn your mic off. <laughs> Please continue because we don't have time to discuss this. And after we're done, I'll punch you in the mouth. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, shit, that's fresh. So, despite the big plague happening in the thir- uh, 1340s, it happened in cycles over the next several centuries, like I said, basically every couple decades or so. Uh, so, the Yinginger would spread disease with the dead man's pinch, is what they would call it. What'd you call me? The dead man's pinch. Right. Did you call me a pinch? Pinch. Pinch, please. <laughs> that would be administered while they were sleeping. This was similar to forest creatures and water spirits uh, that were from Nordic legend as well. Uh, but this was basically created to get, encourage people not to fall asleep in certain places, like near graveyards, near mountains, and near bodies of water. I was like, bitch, why? I would recommend that. Uh, go fall asleep in your house. <laughs> what are you, homeless? <laughs> well. Homeless. 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 Uh, so, yeah. That's basically what that is. So then this that this is where the ghast comes in. Uh, the ghast is basically a similar version to the yinganger, uh, but in an ethereal form instead, and was known to be transparent and or skeletal in appearance, making it impossible to see who the phantom had been while they were alive. The gas are also known to cause accidents and scare people for no apparent reason other than that they enjoy doing so. Hey. They're like, <laughs> what is look, this whole podcast about? Look at that. We're just one happy accident. <laughs> uh, so the modern day yinganger has become synonymous with ghost or a ghost or, oh, I try, I, I learned this one. Uh, Spur No, spoke, spurk. Else, else, spoke else. That's what it was. Um, I listened to it several times so I could get it right. Spoke else, spoke else. That's what it is. Uh, so it is a most uh, mostly associated with nonviolent apparitions. Uh, so basically, people in Sweden now just you know that they'll if if anyone says yinganger, they mean ghost. Uh, they just like it's probably like their grandfather, their great great grandfathers has passed down like oh, there's a yinganger out there. I have a theory. Okay, Gengar. I, no lie, I told Savannah this as well. Gengar. Because Gengar is walking around. He's an apparition that's come back to life. And Ganger is, you just switch the A and the E, and you've got Gengar instead. Um, And Savannah was like, what are you talking about? Like, Pokemon names or, like, whatever. And I was like, Pokemon names are always, they take something. From somewhere. And they just morph the name a little bit, and then you've got a name. So I do not doubt they took Gengar from this. Gengar. 100%. 100%. It's an apparition that could be, could cause accents, like, to be mischievous, or. The Japanese name for Gengar was. I don't know. And that was another thing that Savannah also didn't know. She was like, what do you mean the the Japanese had different names for their Pokemon? All of them are different. That's what I told her. Literally, none of the American names of Pokemon are the same as the Japanese. Well, Gengar's name is Gengar. G-A-N-G-A-R. So closer to the Swedish version. (laughs) Yes. Because 
it, I mean, Ganganger, uh, Yin Ganger is G J E N G A N G E R. Yin Ganger. Anyways, um, uh, so people had numerous ways of both defending themselves against the Yin Ganger and stopping people from. No, it's Genga in Japanese. Genga. Without an R? It's, yeah. G E N G A with a flat over top. Ga. Genga. Okay, anyways, so uh, they had numerous ways of defending themselves against the Yin Ganger as well as stopping people from becoming a Yin Ganger in the first place. They have crucifixes and Christian incantations. What? I love Pokemon. Me too. I do too. <laughs> um, they love painting symbols, especially the cross. Wait, you have the Switch. You didn't ever play Pokemon uh, Sword or Shield? No. Uh, Savannah probably has her sword, and I can probably lend it to you because she got the little click-in one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll bring it to you if I'd you like ever feel play like that. playing. I'll bring it. I'm just not crazy about new gens. It's actually really I'm good. up to like Gen 3, and then I'm just like... I really like it. It's really cute because it's very. It's based on UK essentially, so it's very like European, um, like castles and uh, like oh, ride the train and, and all this other stuff. It's it's kind of really cute. Mm. Like oh, we're all about like focusing on our sheep up in Scotland and uh, here's how the water. No, Marips. Uh, all of our Marips up in yeah. Scotland. Yeah, yeah, all the Marips. Um, or no, they have a new one that's called Wulu, which is a sheep. It's just a Normal type sheep. Oh. It's actually kind of cute. I like Wulu. I might play it. I might play it. I, I might bring it to you. I'll ask Savannah if I can borrow it and let you lend it. Because um, I think mine I downloaded. So I can't let you borrow it. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, so painting symbols, especially the cross. And the coffin was also carried three times around the church before being buried. So basically it was like spin them around so they didn't know what was happening. Uh, so that if they buried them, they got up and they didn't know which, if if they came up, they didn't know which direction they were going and they'd get lost. Hmm. So. I love. I love it. I, I love, love it. Ancient people's versions of like, this is how you confuse a ghost. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, give them the wrong number. Another one of the topics that I was looking at was like nailing people by the head into the coffin when they're dead. Yeah. But it's still crazy. Like, they would na- put a piece of nail in their head and then also bury them, like, face down. So that, like, when they got up, they were like, I need to keep going this way. And, like, they wouldn't ever actually get to the surface. Huh. If that makes any sense. They'd go all the way to the core. they go to China. Dig in China is what... Well, I wonder. I mean, if it has enough time passed that the first person who died would make it to the other side of the world by now. I don't know. I, I-, I don't know if your bones could take it. Your bones. Your bones. Cindy, your bones, bones. your bones are breaking. Also, the or, uh, what amazes me so much about the earth, I let me just talk for a second. I sound like I'm high. Um, let me just talk for the, about the Chris world for a second. Uh, I, yeah. I love that the, the, the crust is only like, what, like a mile wide? Like, And then the mantle's like 30,000 miles wide. fuck. Exactly. It's like, okay. And then so, the core is like. 10,000 miles. Oh, he, here I am. I'm Everything just, is mantle. I'm just full of really hot boiling, really hot boiling metal. Like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> Have you ever seen copper at <laughs> 40,000 degrees? Uh, hey, bitch. Because that's me. It's me. I'm just like, mm. Have you ever seen metal get so hot that it turns into a gas? Mm. <laughs> oh, it tasted so Steel. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's always... It, it really, like... 
one thing that my seventh grade, no, eighth grade um, science teacher told us was that, like, basically the Earth's crust is floating on liquid. And it's true. And mm-hmm. that's why, like, because that's how he explained plate tectonics. And that's how it's always made sense to me, is that we are literally just, like, giant pieces. Well, compared to the Earth's mantle, we are not giant pieces we are tiny little just like when you put like a piece of paper in a bathtub and you're like what's that piece of paper like a a little toy boat in a bathtub is that what's a piece of paper flow and i mean if you get enough papers in there you're still floating on that but they're all just bumping into each other and that's exactly what plate tectonics is yep and sometimes water if they splash too much and they get together you get volcanoes this is our spine sodcast our our spiance sodcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so the tradition of a pile of stones or twigs called a varp uh, was often placed a uh, often marked as a place where someone had died. Uh, it was believed that when you had passed this place, that you should throw another stone or twig on the varp. Varp, varp. I think it's varp. Varp. Um, I thought that even in like northern Europe, they called them cairns. Cairns. I read that. I read a cairn somewhere in this as well. Uh, but I think they call that for this case they've been calling them verbs. Hmm. Um, to commemorate what had happened there. Uh, so doing so would sometimes bring good luck for your further travels. And if you did not throw a twig or a stone on top of this verb, uh, while not doing so, you would result in bad luck and dangerous accidents. Um, so then that takes us to the. Drower, Drauger, Drower. There's two different pronunciations for this, and it depends on. D R A U G R. Yes. Drauger. Some say Drauger, some say Drauer. So, and I listened to a lot of Swedish pronunciations of it. So it it depended. Well, from my video game Skyrim, they it's, called it Drauger. Yes, they used it on Skyrim. They used it on. Um, uh, J.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Um, they used it on... Um, I think they used it on uh, Game of Thrones as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Backholes. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to call it Drower for this part because the first and second uh, top-rated Swedish pronunciations that I got from this random-ass website said Drower. Um, so we're going to go from there. Cool? No. Okay. Well, so these are more of a revenant than a ghost. Uh, so like an animated corpse. That's what a revenant means. Uh, which is what I like to think of the historic idea of what a uh, yin-ganger was. Because uh, back in the original times, they said it was an animated corpse, essentially a corporeal form. And then they be- it became like an apparition that came and pinched your skin at night and gave you a disease. Um, so that kind of faded away. So this was, I think, what the original idea of the yin-ganger was. So... Excuse me, I want to take a minute to give you the little literal translation of the old Western Norse, uh, or Norse, sorry, Norse. Um, of, <gasps> uh, of what the drower actually means, like translated to English. It means a pale, ineffectual, and slow-minded person that drags himself along. Me. Yes. <laughs> uh, you made the joke, and I was going to do that, but <laughs> we didn't Me. Sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> I'm a drower. <laughs> um, so they stay in, in their burial mat. It's just looking like somebody at a house here. We're just watching people from the windows. Um, they stay in their bur- burial mounds, uh, typically guarding treasure, because back in the day they buried people with all of their belongings, essentially. Um, 
Tresor? What's that? Oh, treasure. treasure. Sorry. Um, they possess superhuman strength, can increase their size at will, and smell unmistakably of decay. Can increase their size. They can grow. Oh. Uh, so basically me during COVID. Yeah. Uh, width wise, not height wise. Superhuman strength, probably not actually. More, more like superhuman like gossip strength. We 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 got that. Did you hear? Did you hear? Ooh, and just like get bigger. <laughs> uh, I just keep eating more pizza, and I just increase my size. You want some pizza? Mm, no, I'm okay. I don't have any. Uh, oh, now you want some, don't you? No, because I had lots of cheese and um, uh, leftover cheese and uh, charcuterie from. Uh, when I celebrated on Saturday, so when you did, when celebrate. I did not celebrate on Saturday, when Savannah ate all of it on Saturday, and there was no leftover, so I did not yes, have any I today. Know. Yeah, I feel that. yeah, yeah. And then I unmistakably smelled decay all the time. Tequila. De- oh, decay, decay. <laughs> both. Why not both? Tequila, decayla. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> Um, so the appearance of a drower was that of a dead body, uh, swollen, blackened, and generally hideous to look at. Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they are undead figures from Norse and I- Icelandic mythology, which appear to retain some semblance of intelligence. Uh, they exist to guard their treasure, wreak havoc on living beings, and torment those who wronged them in their life. Uh, the drawer's ability to increase its this size. This is the same drawer. I will say drawer. You can from, say drawer. From Skyrim. That's what they do. They guard burial grounds. Yeah. Yes, I played Skyrim. Did you? Yes. On what? My computer. Oh, Steam. yeah, it was computer, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Steam. Yeah, Steam. 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 Uh, so the drawer's ability to increase its size also increased its weight. And the body of the drawer was uh, described as being extremely heavy. They are also noted for the ability to rise from the grave as wisps of smoke and swim through solid rock. Uh, in full, which Skyrim, they did the same thing. Because you're talking about the ones that were like on the top of the mountains, right? That you had to go fight and that like came out of the, the crypts. I mean, they weren't always in mountains, but yeah, they were always in the crypts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they would dissipate into air and then they'd reappear in different areas. Am mm-hmm. I thinking about the same thing? I'm thinking about like the bo- essentially the bosses that you fought on top of the mountains, like after you just defeated a, a dragon. Those are Draugr lords. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm thinking of. But they, they pop out of coffins. Coffins. Yes. Correct. Um. So, uh, I haven't played Skyrim since like 2012. So. I love Skyrim. I actually really liked it too. I went and defeated the fuck out of the Mages uh, Academy, and my favorite thing to do was just go on murdering sprees. I would go and murder everyone. Just, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I got so strong as a as a, a wizard that if I accidentally missed and killed someone, I'd be like, oops. I got to run. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> My usual was like long swordsman. Oh, mine was always wizard. I was gay as fuck. I was, well, either long swordsman or short sword and wizard. Um, no, I was always wizard. Always wizard. I had nothing else to defend myself with. And so then if like... I was they got of, too close. They were like, oh, I was like, oh, well, I got to get out of here. <laughs> and because I think, there was, was there a teleport thing? No, there wasn't a teleport thing. No. Um, but there was shields. So I used a lot of shields. Uh, and I was good at that. So. What? You're looking because you I was looking? It's, oh, your, it's, yeah. it's my thing. Okay. Um, anyways. So uh, in folklore, the drower. I also spelled it wrong. <laughs> it also reminded me a lot of Grinder because it has the, like the R like. Without a 
uh, vowel, vowel in between. between them. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, grinder. Ooh. LOL. Ooh. We're gay. What's up? Uh, anyways, in folklore, <laughs> the drowers slay their victims through various methods, including crushing them with their enlarged forms, devouring their flesh, devouring their whole in. Whole? Yep. Devouring, gay! Devouring them in whole. <laughs> uh, sure, in, Jan. <laughs> Devouring them all. As I just talked about Grinder. Oh my god. If we could name the episode Devouring Their Hole, then I would, but we physically can't. Why don't you just devour their hole? Like W H O L E. I don't think that's appropriate. Devour them hole? How about there? How about that? <laughs> Let's well, see what else we well, can do. <laughs> <laughs> devouring their whole ah! uh, devouring them whole in their enlarged forms indirectly killing them by driving them mad and by drinking their blood 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 uh, animals feeding near the grave of the drower might have been driven mad by this creature's influence uh, influence yeah uh, uh, um, never mind um, they also die they also they may also die from being driven mad um like the person will. Uh, so I was like, okay, if you have animals that are going crazy, is this not the <laughs> literal instance of mad cow disease happening? Like <laughs> historically before our very eyes, like, and then the 1980s happened. And now we like, there, you still see those questions nowadays of people who are like, did you eat meat in England in the 1980s? Like <laughs> anywhere. Like <laughs> that's true. It's crazy. The people, it, I mean, it makes me laugh so much that people are so, like, against the idea. Because like, if you try and donate blood, you still have to answer that question. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I was born in 1990. I couldn't. And they're like, did you go to England? Did between... you have sex with a man between 1970 and now? Yeah. Not, not, yeah, exactly. Well, also, I read on an article that the difference between uh homosexual people and heterosexual people of uh, acquiring aids through sexual contact has uh depleted to the point where there is there's no difference about a hundred people between them yeah so like a hundred people a hundred gay people what was that that was you oh a hundred gay people it came from that direction so i don't know what it was <laughs> hundred gay people had it and you know a hundred less heterosexual people had it yes New cases. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I've always told my friends. Like, Let us give blood. Even whenever. Or like, my blood is very important. When okay? when I was working at my last job, or not with Randall, the one at the. I'm sorry, Randall? Yeah. The one at the DNA testing company. Um, I was talking to like this one guy who like had been sleeping around like some girls and like he was like talking about it. Like we were having an actual chat and he was like, it was very nice and very like accepting person. So we were like talking about like, you know being gay and he's like well you know you go to the doctor like three times a month like and he was being nice about it like kind of asking like why uh, it wasn't like a weird question because it was a, a lead up to the question it's and weird like, and so I, I was like oh well i go for like uh to like for my prep checkup and he's like well what's prep and like i explained to him like oh it's for like hiv he's like should i get that and i was like honestly i think everyone really Probably. should yeah uh and so he was like well i sleep around like quite a bit he basically told me he was a player and I was like, well, do you have protected sex? And he was like, not all the time. And they're like, well, first of all, 
pregnancy. You need to watch out for that. Uh, second of all, wouldn't uh, recommend it, it, it. You can absolutely still like if she has HIV and doesn't disclose it or doesn't know it, then like you could still technically get it as well. Like there, th- I mean, all these things are, are possibilities. So like, well, I'm going to talk to my doctor about that. And like, I mean, obviously, like, well, not obviously, but also they have put it in everyone's minds that homosexual people are the ones that are more at risk for all these things. Only like, gays get the AIDS. only yeah, exactly, and that's absolutely not true. Um, and so that's what like pisses me off the most about like I used to get blood so often before I like ever had sex the first time as a gay man they were like because I mean, they did they would ask me like have you had sex with a man I was like I haven't but I'm like sitting there, like I haven't had sex <laughs> like as a flaming gay Same. and then after they had uh, reconsidered it and said have you had sex with a man in the past six months no past year it's past, past year. year past year and I was still eligible because there was a year there where I was like, whoa. Ooh, okay. Um, but they were like, please come back. Please come back. Please come back. They call me. They still call me. And I've asked them. So back in, uh, what was it 2016 was when they like called me. I worked at the DNA testing company and like I called them or they called me and like, I was like, I would love to give blood. But, and they were like, well, why can't you give blood? And I was like, cause I'm gay. And they were like, oh, I'm sorry. And like, that's what they said. Yep. And that's I was what like, I said too. They called me and I was like, um, would you be? Would you like to come back? I said I can't give blood anymore. They said why, and I said because I've had sex with a man. That's in the last what I year. said. Yeah, and they were like, oh, all right, goodbye. That and that's and she said oh, I can't give blood, and she's like, oh, why not? And I was like, because I've had sex uh, with a man, like I'm gay, and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry that you guys have antiquated laws. Like it's not their wh- fault. And I know, and that's what I was like. I know it's not your fault as a person who's calling. And so I wasn't yelling at her. I was just like explaining to her. It's like and, and so. I would love to give blood and I would give blood every so it's what you had like cuz I'd get I whenever I give blood I give two pints. So like I gave or not two yeah, it was two pints. Mine was always plasma cuz it was I have a very special blood type. Okay, calm down. Uh but I give what O negative I, and it is the universal donor. I give whatever I need to. Like I will if you plasma. want me to give plasma, I'll give plasma. If you want my blood, I'll give you blood. Like I'll give you whatever, and I'll give it as as uh, like the day or the week that I'm able to go give it, and I'm not busy. I will go give that blood because I care about those things. I care about people. I care about saving lives, and I care about giving whatever I need to. Listen, uh, I'm not using using it, and if I give blood and maybe have a white claw afterwards i'll be drunk for a drunk week so fast so fast <laughs> I, I i used to get plasma during college before i had sex um with a man that's along the same lines of, as all this um and because i used to make like uh 50 bucks a week that's oh that, i never took the money that oh i always took the money bitch well that, that's the point of this plasma center was to pay you for it they always just gave you cookies and orange juice i was like can i take two cookies they were like you can take as many cookies as you want i was like Five cookies. Bye. Okay, okay I'm going to take these cookies. No, they, 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 it was a whole thing. They, they even had credit card for some people, like to, like, oh, you want to put this on your, or your gift card or whatever. Um, but I didn't do that. I was like, just pay me. Like, and they just like put on my debit card or whatever. Uh, it was pretty, pretty neat. It was like $55 a week. And that was basically my drinking money. I'd be like, okay, well, because I mean, College Station, I was like, ooh, this drink is four bucks. That's really expensive. Like, whoa. No. And I think back in like drinks are six dollars. Well, the bars that I went to in in College Station, yeah, Eagle drinks are not that much more expensive. Uh, but you know, go to Midtown is like ten bucks for a, just a regular gin and tonic or no, more. No. <laughs> Why would I go here? Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't want this. Um, I'm gonna go back to the gay bars where I can get two of those drinks for for much less than that. Uh, yeah. Um, so 
I would get that money and that would be my drinking money. But besides the point, basically antiquated laws. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, make sure you are working with lawmakers and uh, advocating for people who can give blood because there is a large amount of people who would give blood. But, but just we're be- not allowed to. We're not allowed to because of antiquated laws that think that we're all HIV positive, uh, which mm-hmm. is highly false. So uh, fight with your lawmakers, whether or not you're gay or straight or uh uh, questioning at this point, um, just or if you're a vampire, I know that you want the blood. But you want the blood too, please, but yeah, I'll give you, I'll us. give you this blood. But you probably like, ooh, he's gay. <laughs> Watch out! I can't catch can't. HIV because I'm a vampire and I'm gonna live forever anyway. But, but gays are just terrible. They're just, I don't like them. Uh, yeah. Anyway, always like Kylie Minogue, Kylie Minogue, Kylie Minogue. Oh yeah, didn't she just come out with like a new album or something like that? The gays are yes. wild about it on Twitter. Also. Billie Eilish. She came out with an album too. She came out with a new song today. I'm not, I'm not really into. Also, Adele's coming out with an album. Are we certain about that? Because she said that for a long time. But do, need we forget? Gaga, Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande. The gays are living. I'm still waiting for Rihanna. She she's busy. I, oh here's my, my problem. Here's my problem, though. If another person no, comes no, 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 and no, she's no. fucking busy, I'm going to get so pissed off. Savannah got so mad at me because I was like, Rihanna, she's like, she's busy making a makeup line. It's like, okay, she has not released an album since, what, 2013 when she released Anti? 2014? Yes, 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 yes. yes. But no, I'm not that mad. was 2012. I'm not mad. I don't, I feel like, I love yes, Rihanna. You could probably, I'm not mad. You could probably come up with an album, girl. But I, I understand you got stuff to do. She is diversifying her por- portfolio, and I'm living for it. I love yes, Rihanna. but... I'm not shit-talking about saying this. No, 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 no. Okay. Rihanna, your makeup is not that great, honey. <laughs> I need you to revisit this, because Trophy Wife is literally yellow gold. Yeah, but also I think that she she has... Good. She, with creating her, her makeup line, she did create a lot of uh, conversation about the disparities in makeup for people of See, color. No? Yes. Yes, and I would acknowledge that, but there's since the mid to late '90s, there has been a, that venture forward uh-huh. for brands to consider uh, deeper skin tones, mm-hmm. and some brands have invented or not invent uh, have invested. Well, no, they've. Uh, what am I thinking? It's a science term. It created something <laughs> they formulated mm-hmm. formulated deeper skin tones the problem is is that they were expensive yeah and there was not an inexpensive option for deeper skin tones rihanna's shit is still expensive mm-hmm. you didn't break the system because your shit is still expensive mm-hmm. the, the what we need to recognize is you brought a lot more uh information and sight to the topic it's to an where attention you, thing yes yeah to where you could make in a good uh, way i'm not saying like attention no, no, in a no. bad way yeah it's it's an amazing thing to where you could force covergirl uh avino uh rimmel uh revlon to create co- co- better color, colors yeah. for deeper skin tones exactly. because they had had deeper skin tones but it was like three shades but the, she creates a competition factor she says okay these uh, these people of color recognize me and who I am as a person. But the thing is the attention. Because her foundation is still $40. Exactly. Regardless, she created a conversation. Prestige brands always had those colors, but they were not accessible because they're $40, $50. Exactly. Now that you have a $10, $15 foundation that works for you, 
that it, and I'm I mean I'm a help I am grateful for the conversation and help and uh, grateful for the attention. I just feel like she has sometimes hasn't people the game say as that as she, she like whipped the entire yeah. industry around. She didn't. People were always there, but it was not as accessible. And but she, she had a lot of a she had a name that brought a lot of presence to the conversation. And conversation, exactly. That's what I was going to say. So while while she and her makeup did not change the game, she did change the game by bringing a conversation to create other options. Even if it Which wasn't her if brand. Were, if you were listening, it was always there. Yeah, yeah. But it was expensive. And it was by people who were... Cared about it. Because... They, they and cared I, about it, but, but what, from what you're saying is essentially that they... That it was expensive to get these things, even though there were less expensive options for a lot of... No. Cosmetics are expensive because people will pay for them. And also the right cosmetics are more expensive. I understand that as a drag queen, that the ones that work for your skin and actually like do well are going to be more expensive. But what, wait, what do you say? Color-wise, it's... it's so... And, and I, I mean, this is the first... It was the first major brand that I worked for. Bobby Brown Cosmetics created 10 shades of foundation mm-hmm. in half shades. So it was up to 37 foundations in like 1996. Yeah. And it was all the way from double zero all the way till 10. And 10 espresso is the deepest of deepest chocolate tones. It's a yeah. beautiful color. Um, and it was always there. Because Bobby believed that everyone has a yellow in their skin. Everyone uh-huh. is a yellow skin tone. And you can create foundation for all skin types from yellow, depending on, you know, which end of the spectrum you're on. And everyone should be able to have a foundation that they can feel good in their skin in. So she created these skin tones or these these foundations. Um, and there was always an availability to it. She was one of the first ones to create a foundation that was not red based. Yeah. Yellow based foundation is more applicable to dark, deeper skin tones. Mm-hmm. Um, so she created all these foundations in 1996 and was marketing them to everyone. The problem is, is the foundation was more expensive. Yeah. But she, I mean, and she wasn't going to, uh, you know, n- negative the brand to take out ingredients that she felt were important. Yeah. She's so not, she's not going to lose a profit on, uh, she's not going to the, in the red, uh, for, you know, sacrificing quality of her. her I mean, it's not product. cover girl. It's yeah, not yeah, exactly. cover girl. She didn't, she's a one woman artist made brand. Yeah. You can't work on the cover girl level because yeah. cover girl has been around since the 1930s. Exactly. So you do what you can, there's there is a foundation shade available, but it's not available to everyone. Yeah. But and and that's my problem is that people were like, she's the first one to realize that uh, people of color want foundation that matches their skin. Everyone's always known. Yeah. Everyone has always known. But it's, it the problem how much you is is with for it. Max Factor and L'Oreal yeah. and CoverGirl that they were not willing to invest in a foundation shade for them yeah. that has the sunscreen content that has the wearability that has the finish that they want with the coverage that they like for all skin types because it was too expensive. Exactly. So it was the, the massive corporations that were the ones saying like, no, well, we don't need that. Of... We need 20 shades yeah, of white people, white people 
and we'd only need six shades of deeper skinned people. Exactly. Exactly. This uh, has been a very long tangent. Yeah, but that happens with our podcast. So Rihanna is, uh, I love Rihanna still. Me too. But I love t- Rihanna. saying that she's busy, uh, which I understand that she is busy with her own shit, but she also needs to be giving us some music. Well, I'm not mad at her, girl. You come up with an album whenever you want. We would yeah, like to see it. But I it. would like to see it. I would like to see it like as well. Because when it, Adele came out with hers in 2015, that was just when I moved here. Just when I moved here, that her album had just come out. Is 25 the, the last one? No, 20, I thought it was 29. No, 25. How old was I when I moved here? Because she was just older than me. I was 24. You're I ancient. Here. Okay. Because um, 2015, I was... Mm. Uh, what happened? I was, I, was 20, I was 23 when I moved here. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, continue with your story because I have a lot to get through. Anyways, okay, yeah. Also, I have to pee. Okay, good luck. Um... Oh, so they so apparently the drowers have uh, numerous magical abilities like witches and wizards, such as shape shifting, controlling the weather, and seeing into the future. Uh, they can also enter dreams. Uh, they have the ability to curse someone to not get any stronger or to kill them with bad luck. They can also create temporary darkness and daylight hours. Girl, that is a that is a, a solar eclipse. That is that was not a drower that did that. The solar eclipse. Also, you live in Sweden. So if you have a drower doing this, you are literally, it's literally, what, dark 22 hours out of the day? And then you're like, oh, look at this. Like, here we are. We got a little bit of sunlight. No, you don't, bitch. It was not a drower that did that. That was just a fucking earth tilt. LOL. Uh, so some drowers are immune to weapons, uh, and only a hero. I don't know what the fuck a hero means. Uh, but a hero has the strength... Uh, and the courage needed to stand up to uh, such a formidable opponent. In Legends, the hero would often have to wrestle the Drower uh, back to his grave, thereby defeating him since weapons would do no good. Uh, Iron could injure a Drower, uh, as is the case with many uh, supernatural creatures, although it would not be sufficient to stop it. You got a 24-pack of Coors Light? Yeah, from my dad. Oh, okay. Um, where am I? Oh, sometimes the hero is required. What is that? Oh, I thought it was like a weird, like, yeah. Like, sir, we got Pokemon gummies, but like not, not like the fun gummies. It's like fruit snacks, Uh, but they're still fun. Um, oh, sometimes the hero is required to dispose of the body. In unconventional ways, you. Uh, the preferred method is to cut off the drower's head, burn the body, and dump the ashes in the sea. The emphasis. What I'm w- hoping to do to you. Honestly, the emphasis being on making absolutely sure that the drower was dead and gone. But you don't think it's extreme? You got to cut off his head and burn everything. Like dump it, <laughs> slice his head off, just burn the body, light it all on fire, and. Dump it all in the sea. Hey, okay, vampires. Girl. Yeah, that's true. Uh, to prevent a drower, uh, traditionally, a pair of open scissors was placed on a chest of the recently deceased, and straws or twigs might be hidden among their clothes. That apparently kept them from becoming drowers, which I thought was really Because they're itchy? I don't know. Uh, the big toes were tied together, or needles were driven through the soles of the feet in order to Ooh. keep... They're dead. 
in order to keep the dead from being able to walk. Uh, so if they get up and like, oh, I got needles on my feet. Oh, that <laughs> hurts. Sit down. Yeah, it hurts so much. I can't get up. Uh, uh, tradition also held that the coffin should be lifted and lowered in three different directions as it was carried from the house to confuse the possible drower's sense of directions. So, like I said, walking around a church is the same same idea. You walk it three different directions and see if they get confused. The most effective means of preventing the return of the dead was believed to be a corpse door, uh, which was a special door through which the corpse was carried feet first with people surrounding it so the corpse couldn't see where it was going. Uh, the door was then bricked up to prevent a return. It is speculated that this belief began in Denmark and spread throughout Norse culture, forced, uh, I'm sorry, founded on the idea that the dead could only leave through the way that they had entered. Uh, so basically, we'll take we'll have the ceremony of the dead in this door, or if they died inside, take them out this door, feet first, surrounded by people, so they can't see what direction they're going, and then take down that door and put it on a different side. So if they try to come back through the door, they can't, and they can't come inside because they don't, they can't, they can only enter the door they they left from, I love. which I thought was so stupid. Um, so that's the drower. Uh, so basically, we had three different types of like Nordic like zombies essentially nordic ghosts zombies and i thought it was really funny and interesting uh because that is the it, it also callback i do have to call back because i meant to write this and i didn't write it uh call back to when i talk about the hawaka ipo um from the uh from hawaii whenever they like come back from the dead the eyes the the reanimated like laser eye people um lightning eye not laser eye light lightning eye people um they call to the yingingar for uh, ying yanger from this uh, because they um, saw a similarity of like Viking warriors coming back to life, essentially the re reanimation of, of warriors. Um, and uh, I thought it was a really interesting, like kind of crossover. Uh, it wasn't the topic that I was originally planning on doing, but it was still a good topic in my opinion. Uh, because we got to talk about some scary zombie Viking people that come back to life and fought people. Uh, I also didn't talk. There was a large bit of uh, actual like documented shit that I mentioned previously in in, in uh, this whole thing that I actually didn't go into at all because it was a lot of it. Uh, there were uh, actual like books that were called sagas that were written back then, um, which I was like, I didn't know if the Vikings wrote anything down. But apparently someone wrote these things down. Uh, I don't know if it was the Vikings or who, but because uh, the Vikings were just like nomads. It just like really went, went and just killed people. Uh, they had a language after a time. Yeah. But not. They obviously had a religion. Well, yeah. And I guess that must be passed down verbally. Yeah. I don't know. But so um, they, there was a whole bunch of like sagas that were written. They were actually like written down that talked about people – Fighting Yingingers, fighting Drowers. Uh, they, I mean, they talked about like Elif Erikson. They talked about uh, Eric the Red. I mean, these are all people that I had heard about in um, world history. Is it shaking? You can hear it? No. I did. Oh, sorry. I hear the table doing that. Anyways, um, it's just off balance. Anyways. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I just I thought that was a really interesting topic because I thought it was, uh, first of all, a 
literal attachment to what we have played with Skyrim and we've seen with Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, yeah. I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Me too. So. Yeah. I thought wow. it was interesting. So that, that's it. We're talking about three different uh, Swedish things. The gas was a really short thing, but it was just basically ghost. It's a ghost. Gas. <laughs> Girl, that's a ghost. Girl, uh, that's honestly, a, a ghastly. It, uh, ghast, ghastly. Uh, honestly, it was more of a... Um, uh, the, I mean, the gas appeared in skeletal form, so you could just go, Brenda, those, Cindy, this is bones. Cindy, this so, is gas. Yeah, this is ghast. Um, so that's what I, I looked at it and said, okay, ghast was ghastly in some of this. Haunter is just, you're haunting people. And then Ginger was Gengar, which is Yinginger. So, Yinger. so two, at least two of the three of that evolutionary form are related to Swedish Norse, Norse mythology. So hmm. I thought that was interesting. Wow. Haunter. I, I barely know her. <laughs> no, just me. God, leave. Good. Okay, get bye. out. Bye. Anyways. Uh, today, I want to oh boy. read something to y'all. Oh, boy. I want to read you a, a creepypasta. You're scare me. Because your boy's getting married, and I, I didn't. I needed to have something easy. Oh, boy. So, today, I want to talk about the Russian sleep experiment. One of I the feel most, like you've mentioned this in the podcast before. It, I might have. It's one of the most classic creepypastas. I think you have. Um, so, it, it's very... Uh, Honestly, plausible. Okay. So I'm going to read to you a creepypasta called The Russian Sleep Experiment. Woo! <laughs> Russian ex researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based stimulant. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so that the gas didn't kill them since it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before closed circuit cameras, so they had only microphones and five inch thick glass porthole sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. Do they have recordings? No. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, this is. Oh, do it. I'll do it. Uh, this is 100% created by an author. Oh, uh, okay. It is not a, uh, a fully. Uh, it is not a historical record. Well, do you remember that one? What was that one that was like that one movie that they were like, oh, we kept those people awake and opened their minds and they could talk to goats or whatever. That was wasn't that a movie that came out? It was a joke, I think. It was, I love it goats, was mostly a comedy no. thing. Uh, I think it was literally called like Men Who Can Talk to Goats. That's what it was called. Seems spot on. Yeah, because American Hollywood is trash sometimes. <laughs> Only sometimes. Because remember sometimes. the ring. Okay, and but, the strangers. Yeah, but also I feel like. But most then remember Borat. Ooh, uh, that, that might be UK. Might. No, I think that was us. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen is from the UK. Yeah, but I think that was us. Um. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh. oh. Um. The chamber was stocked with books. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> uh, cots to sleep on, but no bedding, running water and toilet, and enough dried food, food, <laughs> food, <laughs> to dried last food. all five. For over a month. Uh, all test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War II. Everything was fine for the last first five days. I love your accent. 
Um, the subjects hardly complained, having been promised falsely that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. So they were forced to do the scientific testing. They were like, oh, we'll let you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, the conversations and activities were monitored, and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their past, and the general tone of their conversation took on a darker aspect after the four-day mark. After five days, they, were, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to de demonstrate, I love to say demonstrate. Demonstrate. Demonstrative. Especially when you're... I just don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was trying to, like, move it in Humpty quietly. Dumpty, everyone. It didn't really work. <gasps> Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Wait, I, while I was up, I should have gotten those more Oh, yeah. Continue to do that. Okay. Um, uh, they started complaining about circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternately whispering into the microphone and one-way mirrored portholes. Oddly, they all seemed to think that they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades, the other subject in captivity with them. The first researchers was suspected this and thought it was an effect of the gas itself. So they started to tattle on each other? But yes. Okay. I'm just making sure I was caught up while I was fetching white claws. White claws. Um, after nine days, the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber repeatedly, yelling at the top of his lungs for three hours. He continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks. The researchers postulated that he had physically torn his vocal cords. The most surprising thing about this behavior is how the other captives reacted to it, or rather, didn't react to it. I was like, okay, cool. They continued whispering to the microphones until the second of the captives started to scream. The two non-screaming captives took part up, took the books apart, smeared page after page with their own feces, and pasted them calmly over the glass portholes. The screaming promptly stopped. So did the whispering into the microphones. So they killed him. They murdered him. We don't know yet. Well, <laughs> they covered it with covered their feces feces books all over the glass they could see through, right? Mm -hmm. Oh Jesus. Girl, that's wild. After three days had passed, the researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure that they were working. Since they thought it impossible that no sound could be coming from five people inside. The oxygen consumption in the chamber indicated that all five must still be alive. In fact, the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy level of strenuous exercise. Too much spit in the mouth. Too much spit in the mouth. They're just feasting. Um... On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers... They ate him! Oh. The 14th day, the researchers did something that they would not do to get a reaction from the captives. They used the intercom. Hoping to revoke a response from the captives, they were afraid were either dead or vegetables. They announced, quote, We are opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn you one of you your immediate freedom. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase in a calm voice response. Quote, we no longer want to be freed. Okay. 
Debate broke out among the researchers and the military forces funding the research. Unable to provoke any more response during the, using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the door at midnight on the 15th day. Why would you open in the middle of the night? They might be asleep. They don't know the yeah. day, though. The chamber was flushed of the stimulant gas and filled with fresh air, and immediately voices from the microphones began to object. Three different voices began begging as if to plead for their lives of the loved ones to turn the gas back on. The chamber was opened and soldiers were sent in to retrieve the test subjects. They began to scream louder than ever, so that the, so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were alive, although no one could rightly call the state of any of them in that life. Yeah. <laughs> the food rations past day five had not so much as been touched. There were chunks of meat from the dead test subjects, thighs and chest, stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber, blocking the drain and allowing four inches of water to accumulate on the floor. Precisely how much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. Or urine or poop. Lord. All four surviving su test subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies. The destruction of flesh had exposed bone on their fingertips, indicating that the wounds were afflicted by hand, not with teeth, as the researchers initially thought. Closer examination of the positions and angles of the wounds indicated that most of them, if not all of them, were self-inflicted. Jesus! They were eating their own fingers? Oh, Scratching digging, digging. Out. Yeah, 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 you said it was not... You're right. Mouth inflicted. Yeah. The abdominal organs below the ribcage of all four test subjects had been removed. Okay. While the heart, lungs, and diaphragm remained in place. Wait, they took out their intestines? Mm -hmm. The skin and most of the muscles attached to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing large, exposing the lungs through the ribcage. All of the blood vessels and organs remained intact. They had just been taken out and laid on the floor, fanning out around all the eviscerated, but still living bodies of the subjects. The digestive tract of all four could be seen working, digesting food. It quickly became apparent that what they were digesting was their own flesh that they had ripped off and eaten over the course of days. Most of the soldiers were Russian special operatives in the facility, but still many refused to return to the chamber to remove the su subjects. They continued to scream to be left in the chamber and alternately begged and demanded that the gas be turned back on, lest they fall asleep. And then they die. To everyone's surprise, the test subjects put up a fierce fight in the process of being removed from the chamber. One of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out. Oh my god. Another was gravely injured by having his testicles ripped off and an artery in his leg severed by one of the subjects' teeth. Jesus. Another of the five soldiers lost their lives if you count the ones that committed suicide in the weeks following the incident. In the struggle, one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured and he bled out almost immediately. The medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but only proved, this only proved impossible. He was injected with more than ten times the human dose of a morphine derivative and still fought like a cornered animal breaking the ribs and arms of one doctor. When his heart was seen to beat for a full two minutes after he had bled out to the point where there was more air in his vascular system than blood, even after it stopped, he continued to scream and flail for another three minutes. Jesus Christ. Struggling and attacking anyone in reach, just repeating the word, 
more over and over, weaker and weaker, until he finally fell silent. The Vic, the the test subject. Yes. The surviving three test subjects were heavily restrained and moved to a medical facility. But all of them had their intestines just, like, strewn everywhere. Yes. Shown. Yes. The two with intact vocal cords continuously begged for the gas, demanding to be kept awake. The most injured of the three was taken to an only surgical operating room in the facility. The pro- in process of repairing the subject to have his organs placed back within his body... It was found that he was effectively immune to the sedative that they had given him to prepare him for, sister, for the surgery. He fought furiously against the restraints. When the anesthetic gas was brought out to put him under, he managed to tear most of the way through a four-inch wide leather strap on one wrist. Jesus! Even, even though the weight of a 200-pound soldier was holding that wrist as well. So somehow this gas gave him... Did they give him bath salts? Like, Jesus! Hey. Hey. It only took a little more aesthetic than normal to put him under. And the instant his eyelids fluttered and closed, his heart stopped. In the autopsy of the test subject that died on the operating table, it was found that his blood had tripled the normal level of oxygen. His muscles were still attached to his skeleton, but were badly torn, and he'd broken nine bones in his struggle to be not subdued. But still kept on fighting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jesus. Most of them were from the force of his own muscles being exerted exerted upon themselves. Mm -hmm. So he'd fully been, like, supermaned. Yeah. He he would punch someone and just break everything. In his own body. Yeah. Uh, The second survivor were... Oh, shit. Damn. I do that every fucking time. Watts. No biggie. The second survivor had been the, uh, the first of the group of five to start screaming. His vocal cords destroyed, he was unable to beg or object to surgery, and he only reacted by shaking his head violently in disappro- disapproval. 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 Uh, when the anesthetic gas was brought near him, he shook his head yes when someone suggested reluctantly that they try surgery without anesthetic, and he did not react for the entire six-hour procedure so he said no i don't want anesthetics it just and he was no they said maybe we shouldn't do uh anesthetics and he was like yes no anesthetics yes um so and then there was a six-hour surgery to replace his abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin the surgeon presiding over the uh stated repeatedly that it should be medically impossible for the patient to still be alive one terrified nurse assisting the surgery stated that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers. So he was enjoying this pain of slicing his body. Mm-hmm. When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon, surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. Assuming this must be some sort of drastic importance, the surgeon had a pen and ped, pad fetched so the patient could write his message. It was simple. Keep cutting the two other subjects were given the same surgery both without anesthetic as well although they had been injected with a paralytic for the duration of the operation the surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation while the patients laughed continuously once paralyzed the subjects could only follow the attending researchers with their eyes 
the paralytic had cleared their systems in an unnormally short period of time, and they were soon trying to escape from their bonds. While undergoing surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the moment they could speak again, they were asking for stimulant gas. The researchers tried asking why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped open their own guts, and why they wanted to be given the gas again. Only response was given, quote, I must remain awake. All three test subjects restrained were reinforced and they were placed back in the chamber awaiting determination as to what would be done with them. The researchers facing the wrath of their military benefactors for having failed the state goals of their project considered euthanization. The commanding officer of former KGB... IG, After they just spent all this time putting the people back together, they were like, Let's, we should probably kill we them. We should probably kill them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The KGB officer instead saw a potential, wanted to see what would happen if they were put back on the gas. The researchers strongly objected, but were overruled. In preparation of being sealed in the chamber again, the subjects were connected to an EEG monitor and had their restraints padded for a long-term confinement. To everyone's surprise, all three stopped struggling at the moment it was let slip that they were going to be back on the gas. It was obvious that at this point, all three were putting up a great struggle to stay awake. One of the subjects could speak, was humming loudly and continuously. The mute subject was straining his legs against the leather bonds with all of his might. First left, then right, then left again for something to focus it on. The remaining subject was holding his head off of his pillow, blinking rapidly. Having been the first to be wired for the EEG, most of the researchers were monitoring, monitoring his brain waves in surprise. They were normal for most of the time, but flatlined inexplicably. It looked as if he were repeatedly suffering from brain death, but only returning to normal. What the fuck? They focused on paper scrolling out of the brainwave monitor. Only two, only one nurse saw his eyes slip shut. At the same moment, his head hit the pillow. His brainwaves immediately changed to that of deep sleep, then flatlined for the last time as his heart simultaneously stopped. So he was kept awake and then died. Mm-hmm. The so only, did they not give him the gas again? They do. Oh, they do. The only remaining subject that could speak started screaming to be sealed in now. His brain waves showed the same flat lines. Oh, this is why they were being sealed. One of them was trying to stay awake and then fell asleep. Yes. Gotcha. Good. His brain waves showed only the same flat lines as the one who had just died from falling asleep. The commander gave the order to seal the chamber with both subjects inside, as well as three researchers. One of the named three immediately drew his gun and shot the commander point blank between the eyes, then turned the gun to the mute subject, blew his brains out as well. They shot him both? The commander and one of the subjects. A researcher. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Who shot who? A researcher shot the commander and a subject. Oh. Uh, And then he killed himself. Okay. He pointed the gun at the remaining subject, still restrained to a bed as a, uh, a remaining member of the medical staff and researchers, fled the room. I won't be locked in here with these things. Not with you, he screamed. And the man strapped at the table said, What are you? He demanded. I must know. The subject smiled. Quote, Have you forgotten so easily? The subjects asked. We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all. Begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds at night. We are what you sedate into silence. We are the paralysis when you go into nocturnal haven. 
where we cannot tread. The researcher paused, then aimed at the subject's heart and fired the EEG flatlight as the subject weakly choked out so nearly breathing. Oh my god. That's scary as fuck. Also, not alarming. Or not also, I shouldn't have read it fucking drunk because I was not as articulate as I could have been. No, that was so good. Um, I liked it. Uh, excuse me, that shit is scary because I have a couple of thoughts on that. And we can elaborate and we can discuss that. Because I yours was not nearly as long as mine. You were like, oh, I'm so scared it's going to be long. It was not long. It was five pages. It was not long. Um, but mine is also not like, well, also, we interrupt you more than we always do, Nate. Correct, yeah. Because I'm always like, shut the fuck shut the fuck, you stupid ass bitch. Um, so your brain, the, your brain operates more when it's sleeping than it does during the day. So if you do not allow yourself to have sleep, that's not a good thing. And that's what, like, whenever you started talking at the very beginning, I was like, there was that time in COVID for, what, a month and a half that I was not sleeping more than three hours a night? And I was getting kind of loopy at, at different points. So I can imagine being kept awake, literally forced to keep, stay awake for that long. Because I pulled an all-nighter before, and it's not great. I know as well. And I can't imagine staying up more than, like, 30, 30 hours. 30, yeah, 36 hours, yeah. Not even 36. Yeah. Because your boy, when he is ready to go to bed is going to fall asleep no matter what. Exactly. Like, I could stay up for a day, and I have, but once I get to, like, past, like, I think the most I may have stayed up is, like, 26 hours. Did you ever pull nighters in college? Yeah. I I did it once. I did one it time. one time. There was a lot of people who were like, oh, I pull all-nighters all the time, and, like, two times a week. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? But these are also people who are talking about who I'm talking about did not have jobs they had to work so that they like if they didn't have classes on Thursdays or Tuesdays a lot of they people could sleep for a whole day they could sleep the sleep the entire day and relax the entire day and nap the entire day so they didn't have to do things i if i did not have to be in school i was working like there was no in between because the job that i worked at was from 7:45 until 6 like that was the only the hours that the bookstore was open and so uh uh, there was no, like, oh, let me, like, not go to school. Because the only times that I had to, to study, essentially, were 6 p.m. to bedtime, essentially. And so I tried not to, to pull all-nighters because even if I pulled an all-nighter, I'd either have to work the next day or I'd have to test the next day. So, like, yep. there's no point in having an all-nighter. And there were so many studies that were proven while I was there that were, like, if you stay up past midnight or midnight to 1 a.m. is like the last bit of time that your brain is actually acquiring knowledge. Uh, and then on top of that, people at A&M, uh, not to divulge too much information or tell anyone that drug abuse is rampant, but drug abuse is rampant. People would buy Adderall from other people who had ADHD all the time. All the time. It was, I did Adderall once or twice. I've never done it. Uh, and I had never done but it. I and got so much done. It pissed, and that's what I'm saying. It pissed me off from being someone who had never taken a drug before at that point and never had planned on taking a drug at that point uh, and was like, uh, okay, these people, uh, I, I used to consider it cheating in a way. 
And I, I don't know how it you is. felt. Yeah. I, I thought I was cheating because these people who I because at the time I was competing. I was I thought I was going pre-med. I was trying to be pre-med. And so these people were telling me like, oh, yeah, I took an Adderall. And I sit up all night long and like I acquired so much information started with this test and I took the test and just like passed out for 16 hours. It's like, first of all, I can't pass out for 16 hours because I miss work and I miss uh, – because oh, I'm paying my way through college. So I can't just miss work. Like that's not going to happen. Second of all, uh, I can't just pay someone for Adderall because, once again, that's money that's out of my pocket. And third of all, I'm scared of me getting caught, them getting caught, like all this other shit. Fourth of all, I think that's cheating uh, because you are over here who does not have ADHD, is not not – uh, not prescribe this ADHD medicine or ADD medicine and you're taking this medicine and you are getting better grades than me because you are able to focus and stay awake and just because my coffee is not working it's like uh, some people would argue and say like oh you're not using your resources enough well somebody will even argue that coffee is a drug and it there is. and there are the, I mean more people will say it's a drug more, more, you're not allowed to drink coffee or tea with caffeine in it uh when you're a Mormon, like so there's a lot of people who obvi- uh, who argue that, but coffee would force me to keep awake, but not keep me focused because my mind would be tired. Because once again, your brain is telling you you need to go to bed. My brain would tell me I'm, I need to go to bed, but my eyes were like, no, <laughs> my eyes are wide awake. So then I'm sitting here reading this same sentence over and over and over, all over again, and it's not making any sense. And on top of that. Sorry, when I was in college, uh, I didn't have glasses, and I didn't know that I need, needed glasses at the time. So I would read like a couple pages from my uh, computer or my textbook, and I like I, my eyes would like stop stop focusing, and like, well, I guess I'm tired. And it was really because like my eyes were trying so hard to focus on these things that they'd suddenly just like I give up, and so they just become blurry. Yeah. And I never knew that I needed glasses. I just thought it was because I. I needed to go to sleep. Um, when did you get glasses? 2015, after I graduated college. Oh. Yeah. I think I might need glasses now. Glasses aren't bad. I don't You can get so contacts, either. too. I don't want to touch my eyes. Yeah. I know you hate that. Um, but sometimes when I look at things, and it's it's only screens like this. Like, it's, it then, looking out here, I'm fine. There's no problem. Well, that you might be like me, farsighted. Because that was similar to me. And I, I can see, I can see things far away. It's just things that are, like, projecting light onto my eyes. No, I know. Farsighted. You can see things far away. Screens. Yes, I understand. I'm telling you. But also, it also is, might be a screen fatigue as well. It's screen fatigue. Screen fatigue happens as well. But I thought the same thing about myself. But... Well, I don't want to hear about you, okay? I'm No, I'm trying to tell you that, like... Screen fatigue, like, that's what people diagnose me with, essentially. They were basically like, oh, Chris, you have screen fatigue. You're like, still talking about you. I don't want to hear about you. Oh, my you. God. So when I was in college, they were basically saying that. So, like, I slept a lot during college. which was, And by a lot, I mean not really. I would sleep, like, four hours, and somehow I survived. And that's what I told you guys is, like, I used to sleep, like, three hours in college uh, and be fine. And now I'm an uh, older person. I definitely need a lot more sleep. However... Not important, but also slightly related. Also uh, not important. Uh, yeah, not important. I have been sleeping a lot uh, lately. Like, a healthy amount. Ever since the election, actually. And I... What do you think the solution of that... What do you... What do you 
tell me, what do you think is uh, what what's making that happen? I think what's happening from that is the fact that I uh, feel good about <laughs> that Trump is going to be put out of office. Put out of office, and so my body is like the anxiety of that. I and I had no no idea, nor knew, no idea. Uh, how much the uh, the election Yo. was actually like, stressing my body? Uh, I did. You, well, I and mean, they I, still have things up there. It was like, what if Trump doesn't concede? I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I, I, I don't, don't care. care. Kill him. I don't care. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. They'd be like, so, people. He could run in 2024. Yes, I don't care. I no, don't care. He doesn't need to be here for four years. But also, he won't be in the incumbent at that point. And the incumbent always has, typically, always has the advantage. So. I'm okay if with you that don't too. kill 247,000 people. Yeah, exactly. Um, cheers. Cheers, but not 240,000 Cheers to not having 247,000 people die. Cheer, yeah, cheers to us having a president-elect that wants to, to solve these issues and make things actually go forward for us uh, in the United States. Also, I love that he's like, my first executive order is to rejoin the Paris Accords. I'm like, thank you. Jesus. My favorite thing today is that. I mean, that's not like absolute favorite, but that yes. is a favorite thing. Well, not my favorite. There's something that I found very interesting today is that uh, Medecins Sans Border. What? Doctors Without Borders is coming to America, the United States. That's so sad. To deal with the greatest humanitarian crisis, crisis in modern history. Uh-huh. Because Donald Doctors Trump, Without Borders, who's supposed to go to countries that don't have a health care system. To medical, we don't have access to medical care because Donald Trump – and that's what – I made a point today actually in one of my group chats because Taylor and uh, Nick were like, oh, uh, COVID cases are like going crazy and doctors, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they made a mention like they're not defending anyone. They're okay. on, they're on our side. No, sorry. So angry. No. They they made a con they were not making a comment against anything we're we're agreeing. They're agreeing with us. It's the same thing at let's say we're gonna argue. The conversation is we, we all agree. Argue. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was that's exactly the same situation. Um and so I made a point. Uh, the point that I made was that because he was like, Oh well, uh Indiana had to to take doctors from uh other uh, states. states to 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 help with the yeah because if cases. you live in fucking Missouri you don't have any fucking doctors you dumbass but what I not even that what I said was okay we have literally two states in out of uh, 40, 48 out of the fifty states are uncontrolled COVID currently they're rated as uncontrolled so I was like where are we getting doctors from Vermont and then. I think Hawaii was the other person, the the other state that had like not technically uncontrolled cases, but were like caution advised. And it was like, are we gonna take doctors from them? Who are we getting doctors from? Now apparently we're getting doctors from f f fucking France, France and so, Canada. So I was and not England. I was not arguing with them. I was uh, addressing the fact that if we're taking doctors from different places, we're not getting. But you can't wear a fucking mask, you stupid son of a bitch. And this was the same. This was in the same breath that Savannah was texting. So me and Taylor and Nick and Andy were talking about this in the same breath that Savannah was at lunch at Twin Peaks uh, with uh, her whole table had their masks on and, you know, for doing their social distancing and whatnot. Uh, but the, she said that the waitress she heard on the table over was complaining about that masks were stupid and i was like give me the location give me her name let me know because i'm gonna go full ass full ass karen and say hold on hold on hold on 
why are we not wearing masks? I'm working, the reason why I'm working a job that is half the salary that I was working previously is so that I can stay at home and not danger, endanger another person's life at all. Like the reason I'm sitting on this job and I love my job for, for giving me what I needed during this pandemic uh, because it's keeping me afloat and uh, allowing me to live my life. And so I'm just saying that, but at the same time, this is, this is a lower salary than I've ever had. Uh, so I'm not sitting, trying to sit here and, and, and live with this my entire life, you know? Uh, so I'm trying to make things better so make, everyone can go out make again. things better for myself, make things better for everyone else. I'm not trying to sit here and say, you can be selfish and go about your, your job life. And so everyone's like, oh, Joe Biden's going to shut down the government. Good. Yes. Shut the whole shit down. Shut what everything down for What the fuck are you talking month? about that you're not going to get? I really do not understand. Why is this a fucking problem? Why is this an issue? The I don't only understand. country in the world. The only country in the world. We we are, the country is the highest in the fucking world. world. In the fucking world. We Who's second? Brazil. India, maybe. India. Brazil and India. Do people know, I'm not any there's no uh Harsh disparaging yeah. uh comments towards Brazil or in, uh, Brazil or India, but the United States is considered what? The superpower of the world? Of the world. And you can't control a fucking virus? A fucking pandemic. You're a moron. Which the You're United States moron. already created a pandemic back in 1918, which you explained on this podcast. The Spanish flu is not a Spanish flu. It's it started American here in flu. Kansas. It started in fucking Kansas. And not a single American wants to call it the American flu because it, it was the American flu. It started here in fucking Kansas. Bitch, it started here. Yeah. And so everyone calling all of you stupid fucking Trumpies, because if you're going to listen to the podcast, I'm going to call you a stupid fucking Trumpy and you can and you probably stop listening not. Yeah. because it's not the place for you. Yeah. You should find somewhere else to be. That you think that Donald Trump has successfully done anything. Done anything. Done anything. Also, in, in regards to this pandemic only, because I will give you your whatever else you think perhaps he has done something that I'm not per, not giving him. Has not anything that we've, we've appreciated, yeah. Does not think that it's an issue. Every well, other fucking person in the world knows that's an issue. It's a mockery. Look, and you've look. created a cult where people were like, I don't think it's an issue. Anyone who is an anti-vaxxer, you are uninformed. Anything that you've read online is incorrect. Uh-huh. And Especially... I don't need you to ask me for what my sources are because there are sources abound for thousands upon thousands of years. A simple Google search, actually, not even just sources. A simple Google search can get you what you need for actual facts. And Google is not trying to destroy your rights by not giving you your your right-wing media. They're trying to give you the actual intelligent, scientific, uh, intelligent, important information all the time. So when Google doesn't tell you what you want to see, it's not like... Oh, right-wing media, they're attacking us. No! Also, if a government-created resource, the CDC, who is created by the people, is telling you this is a problem, maybe you should listen. However... I don't care about Crystal's mom, 24, on fucking Facebook. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. 
She's read one fucking thing, and that's all she's ever referred to for her entire fucking career. My, you call Democrats sheeple. You're a fucking sheeple. You, Are you blind? Are you fucking blind? Sheeple and a snowflake. Like You can read thousands upon thousands of sources, but you're only going to believe one. Which, and you only read the one, and then you're saying, read your sources. No, bitch. We've read our fucking sources. Read your own fucking sources. You read a fucking blog post from, like, uh, like Danse from Middle of Nowhere. Like, what is the name? What What is that name? Danse? Danse from Middle of Nowhere. Jolene. Hey, Jolene. Jolene. Oh, Jolene. Don't steal my man. Um, <laughs> you don't have a man. Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. Yeah, um, don't, don't forget just write her you know man uh yes i agree um i don't need to be arguing about this right now we, yeah i'm sorry angry. we it, it, it's it's an angering topic and i'm sorry to bring it up but also it's a very serious and also very um important topic that i think that that still needs to be addressed regardless uh go go hang out in your parlor um and avoid Facebook because Facebook and Twitter apparently are out to get you because they're fact checking you. Surprise, facts actually matter. Uh, mm. So weird, so weird. And I love the fact that so many people in the GOP are just like turning against uh, uh, the Fox News, which is really funny. Anyway, I love that, and I love that they're like, we're going to create our own social media. And yeah. I'm like, oh, but you had a problem with safe spaces for but other people. Parlor has a disclosure agreement when you agree. And I, I don't know how you sign up for Parler. I haven't tried it. I'm not going to try it because I do not want anything that I'm far right ever. Because I am far left, girls. Um, but Not far left. Normal. I'm sorry. I am normal. And I also think that apparently in American politics, I'm far left. So I'm a leftist in American politics, and I'm a centrist in a lot of other politics. So. My favorite thing on TikTok right now is people that are like... <laughs> We're going to move to Canada. I'm like, come, girl, because we've had socialized medicine since... For the longest time. 1980-something. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we believe in the rights of minorities, and we are not about to be around for you to say black lives don't matter. Yeah, exactly. We, we, we've gone come through... These, on, we, girl. we went through these arguments... Uh, decades ago when people's rights like became and an issue we considered them which people's rights were a massive issue back in what 1970 like 1970 60s 70s 80s 90s 2000s exactly. 2010s well, always know, well no I'm, i know that people's rights are always a massive issue not in the united states i mean worldwide i think like a massive thing in like the the 50s 60s and 70s were like women's rights gays rights uh uh black people's rights uh uh, Latino rights, like those were a massive like issue, like at that point in history across the world. I don't think it was and just people us. were like, oh, we should probably pay attention. We to should this. pay attention. In America so was New like, Zealand, New wow. Zealand was one of the first people who like gay rights. Uh, uh, Canada came in close. Two thousand three. Yeah, close. Because uh, I think this is like this is eighties and nineties and in early 2000 America has always been so behind. Australia focused on a lot of. Uh, of of um, minority rights, but they didn't. But I will credit Australia that saying when they had a mass shooting, they were Took like, away "Get rid of the guns. Guns are gone. Guns we are don't gone. need those." Uh -huh. And what do you need them for in America? 
in the United States. They're like, what? You're you're afraid that somebody's going to come into your house and say, you have to respect black people. No, I think that it's it's all about the Second Amendment is what people keep going back to is uh, we need to focus on the idea that we're not we're not forced to uh, we we can bear arms. And the second one is uh, the third one is uh, is the third one third one quartering troops. Uh, I think that's like the Fifth Amendment. Mm, I'm gonna go like because I don't want us to sound unintelligent on this podcast right now. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, amendment to quarter troops. Yes, I think it's the third amendment. Third amendment. Yes, third amendment. So, uh, so the, the thing. Fifth. No, the fifth amendment. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, the Bill of Rights. Good, good. Uh, so the, I think the things like oh, troops are you're just gonna create a, a everyone's just government's gonna come into my house and break down my walls. So I think that the Second Amendment and the Third Amendment have a, a, a trade off that people don't realize that makes me very yo. The government is not trying to come into your house and fucking absorb your house. It's not something that happens in the modern day. But it also pisses me off because we had issues with the Third Amendment during all the protests of like Black Lives Matter in in May and June, which pissed me the fuck off because they were like, oh, the National Guard is in your city. It was like, the National Guard does not... Is not in your house, you stupid bitch. Get in your fucking house. No, no. I'm saying the opposite. The National Guard is in our cities for no fucking reason. Like he, they, they had him in Houston. Well, in all honesty, they can belong here. They, they, in they the city. can. You're they, right. I have no problem with them being in the city, but the problem is, it's at the request of who? Donald Trump. A partisan fascist. Fascist. Is a partisan fascist. Partisan fascist. So yeah, uh, we. You can that. be the National Guard. Can a National Guard army? can be in the city if it's for a reason that is responsible. It's if not de- for a a peaceful protest Correct. or even a raucous protest. Because it's we- for if there's another person or another country, another entity that is trying to exact its will upon the United States. And you can attack if that country in the United Spain States. Spain is trying to attack the United States. That's and they're inside the, people the United in. States. You are not going to attack another person of the United States... You cannot attack your own citizens. It's stupid. It's moronic. It's something that is of World War II Germany. And it's already happened. He did that in D.C. when he was like... I and he should to- be put up for treason. I need to go to this fucking chapel so I can fucking... Hold the Bible up backwards and upside down like a fucking moron. Because he doesn't actually know anything about the Bible. Anything! He anything. doesn't know Anything! Anything. Um, we need to stop talking yeah, about we this. Do. <laughs> Sorry, we need it political, and I know that we started the podcast. <laughs> you literally saying, I try to avoid this on purpose. But this was also very important because it was related in uh, ways. It was related in ways because uh, these are important to not allow um, crazy shit to happen in our countries. Um Fascism ruled in Russia. Fascism ruled in Germany uh, and created what Spencer's story literally told. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's related. It's very important and related. We went on a massive tangent. 
I hope you listen. I really hope you listen. I'm sorry we yelled, and we also talked about a lot of things, but also it's very important because fascism is a literal thing, and it's so easy to, to, slip, in, to, to slip into because Hitler ruled Germany from 1932, I believe. 33, 33, 32, 33. 33. But he did not enact anything crazy until... Uh, 1939, when he invaded Poland. So he ruled the country and created a whole idea of terrible totalitarianism bullshit for six years and created fascism and destruction of his own country where he was like, let's go to fucking world war. Uh, So this idea of what Spencer was saying, these the Russians did very similar thing of Eastern Europe and everything abroad. And they created these scientific communities, quote unquote, scientific communities uh, of crazy relations that they thought were advancing uh, modern science and advancing uh, whatever they, the idea. So even though Spencer's idea was, it was a creepy process. The idea is supposed to be fiction. I hope it's fiction. Yes. I would um, just, I mean, if you think that people, if you think that humans are different than you, you're wrong. You're wrong. And that's the only thing that I would like to end this with. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. The, the, we have, the, humans are not different. It, no other human is different from you. So uh, whether or not you think that other humans deserve to be in cages or deserve to not be, uh, not deserve uh, health care, or not deserve. Um, you're wrong. Bodily at- autonomy. You're wrong. You're like, wrong, and you're, you're disgusting, and you should feel ashamed. And I don't like you. We, we don't either. So welcome to our speaker podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, we have lots. Wait, stuff- do it. Do a cackle. I want a cackle. <laughs> <laughs> the wish is coming through. Here to we provide- are. <laughs> Equal rights for Equal all. Rights for everyone, <laughs> honestly. Here you are. Here you are. <laughs> Equal. Linguardium leviosa. But it's equal rights. Equal instead. rights. Is, yeah, exactly. So I just want to talk about something that's also about equal rights that's very important for us. Wait, wait. Can you pause? Uh, no, I can't. Uh, yes. So anyways. And then better for... 27 minutes like the whole point is to make things better yeah aids foundation houston is hosting their world aids day luncheon on december the 1st however this year things will be a little bit different for 2020 the world aids day will be in a virtual experience afh was founded in 1982 and has continued to serve the evolving needs of those living with and affected by hiv and aids in the community AFH's World AIDS Day Luncheon was a finalist for the best fundraising event in the city by Outsmart's 2020 Gayest and Greatest. On December 1st, the event will be hosted live by Ernie Manus from B Design. The show will include celebrity cameos and interviews, pop-ins by AFH staff and board, Mayor Sylvester Turner, Judge Lena Hildago, client and community testimonials, award honorees, and drag and musical performances, and so much more. 
We are proud to be media partners and hope that you will join us in the fight to end the HIV epidemic in Houston by supporting the World AIDS Day 2020, a virtual experience. Access to the event starts at just $5 and underwriting opportunities start at just $500. Please visit worldaidsdayhouston.org to learn more. I just finished it like, I was wasted. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Um, anyways, here at ListenWorks, we are getting a lot of excitement about the what? Holiday season, mama. Uh, this time of year is for friends and family and lots of great food. However, we also can't forget about our um, loved ones in the LGBTQ community. Um, and this season, it is about them. Uh, individuals can have a difficulty this time of year, especially those with feud insecurity. So we have paired with the Greater Houston Chamber of Commerce for their holiday food drive to make things a little easier for them. The holiday food drive helps fill up holiday boxes for our most vulnerable by either dropping food off and making a donation via the virtual food drive. Two ways to participate. Donates can Donations can either be made Friday, December the 4th at 2020 between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. at the Signature Care Montrose 1007 Westheimer location or visit them at HoustonLGBTChamber.com forward slash food dash drive. We'd also like to thank our OG sponsor, Economy Works. Woo! Economy Woo! They are a freelance sound network that connects pro oh, blah, blah, connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economyworks has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economyworks. Economy when, when we, we work, work, the economy works. works. Find out more about Economyworks. <laughs> Find out more about EconomyWorks at EconomyWorks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-R-K-S.com. EconomyWorks. Yum! I'd also like to give a shout out to our sister podcast, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. They are always on our back about getting the most out of our content and also about their content as well. They have given us content for 76. Six weeks? Because they're, they're two behind us. Um, we're a little bit older, little but older, also, also like, we've been, we've been using retinol for a long time, so we look younger. I know. I, I'm i I'm putting retinol on my face, and Spencer was like, you look really red. I'm like, because I'm actually using facial care. It's really Because I have a nighttime cream now. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Wow. Discontinue. Wow. You need to stop. Yeah, but I'm also going to keep doing that so I can keep you look, looking younger. But let's talk about your stuff. But do you look younger or like a rag doll? Both. Both. Um, <laughs> how does that pose? I don't know. I look like Annabelle. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, like, beautiful. Like the rosy cheeks, but also like scary as fuck. 
Yeah, not important. Less mm-hmm. about gay stuff is important. Less about gay stuff has told us the gay history since we were younger and before that. They tell us about all the things that we need to know as LGBTQ youth and also straight people. Straight people, if you're listening to this podcast, which I'm very impressed by, um, you also need to be listening to Less About Gay Stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff because they teach a lot about gay history that a lot of people don't know about. A lot of people. I, I didn't know about A lot. I, I'm gay and I didn't know about gay history. Gay history is, is so important and so pivotal because it makes people realize like, oh shit, gays were uh, there and they, discriminated and against. And they did a thing? What? And like, people think gay rights happened in 2015. It's like, oh, you got married. Like, here you are. No. Gays have been around since the beginning of time. And Let's Talk About Gay Stuff talks about that all the time. So I love that. Let's listen to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. That's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Facebook.com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on uh, Instagram. Facebook and Instagram, yes. And Talk Gay Stuff And Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter, yes. So uh, if you want to drop them a line, send an email at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at uh, gmail.com. Also, shout out to our girls over. That's actually me and me. At, at, at <laughs> Ruby Podcast, our Ruby Podcast, which is the only podcast that provides opinions of yours truly and yours shitly, duly, shitly, <laughs> Chris. Um, that's at our RupyPodcast.com, our Ruby Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram now. Maybe not Twitter, but but we'll get there. check us out, girl. We got a lot to say about Holland's Drag Race, and as soon as Dragula starts, we got you, bitch. But I think I have to say on this subject, since I am also a co-host on and content creator for that other podcast, I do have to say that I think people have found us because we are one of the only podcasts that have covered Holland's Drag Race. We really are, and we should be. We should be advertising the fuck out of that. We really should. We really and should I'm be. Going to. We start from episode one, like post little pictures of episode one all week long, because you're the only one who has access right now. Post pictures every single one from episode one, and go like send put links on our in the comments page because I think that we are the only one of the only drag podcasts that are out there that are part of the drag canon and i think that i assume it's part of the drag canon rupaul was on there so i think we're the only podcasts that are out there that's crazy that people are like i don't understand it so i'm not going to cover it because i you any and, drag any fucking drag i will watch it you and i, I don't care i will I watch love it love other languages we love other languages a lot of people don't so they, they do not – Savannah, for example, I'm not trying to shit on Savannah. She hates reading subtitles where she's not listening, not hearing the same language. As I she. literally watch English shows in subtitles. I, I mean, she does too. That's what I'm saying. She has subtitles all the time. But she doesn't like not hearing the same words as what's happening on the subtitles. And, like, I can semi-understand that, but at the same time I don't. Uh, I like, have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I don't so care. she is, uh, and I'm not, I'm not dis, dis, uh, I'm not attacking her. I'm not attacking her. I am. I'm just saying, like Savannah, they, learn a different language, you fucking know. cunt. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there is, uh, 
a disparity here, which it makes sense, but we were not afraid of that disparity and made it work. So uh, that's what I think that a lot of people and a lot of drag queens did. And we didn't get, from what I've seen, what are the drag queens or what are the drag podcasts? Did Drag Chaser do Holland Drag Race? Racer Chaser? I, Racer Chaser, sorry. I don't, I, don't think, so. I don't think they did. So if we advertise to dra- to Dutch drag and to to Holland and start from the, the beginning of our podcast. I, mean, and- I don't know. I just, yes, yes, I agree with all those things. But I just love drag so much. I'm not about drag. to be like, <laughs> whatever. I don't understand it. Yeah. I can't figure it out. Bitch, I will figure it out because I love what you're doing, honey. I don't care what language you're doing it in. I don't care what your interpretation is. I don't care if it's something that I don't understand. I just want to see you do it because that is all I care about. That's all I care about. Yeah, it's all I care about because that's all that matters. You feel great in that, and I want you to feel good, honey. Because I think you look great too. All drag is valid. All drag is valid. All day <laughs> drag. Sorry. Oh my god, you're disgusting. Anyways, this is like two minutes or two hours and two seven minutes. minutes. Only we only recorded for two minutes. No, we need to wrap this shit up. So, uh, always remember, girls. Guess we'll be with it. Guess we'll be with it.